You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. All right, we're going. Uh, what do you What do you think? Talking Heads uh, apparently turned down eighty million to do a short tour. Love it. Could you imagine just not wanting to be in the same room with people that much? You think that's what it is? I don't. What could it be? Eighty million. Legacy. Take the eighty mil. I don't know. Take take the eighty mil and give it away. Listen, uh, I'm a family guy now, so I guess I guess my obligation is to always take eighty mil when it's presented. Mm. It's actually it's funny. I actually just had this conversation uh, with my girl. I I I said, "Would you be mad if I turned down seventy five million dollars?" And she expressed that yes. Uh, there would have to be a really good reason. And this was in relation to, I want you to think about, you know, this has been a week of people hammering each other online over stuff that uh, they don't know or care about really. And uh, one of those things, there's a Twitch streamer, forget her name. One of the, you know, kind of e-thought sort of girls that was on Twitch as, as presumably a gamer or something, but it was about her looks, right? Yeah, And she uh, had come out and said, I don't approve of Twitch having all these gamblers on Twitch. Cause I guess that was a thing for a minute. People were live streaming their gambling or something. Right. And uh, she said, I think that's bad, whatever. And then she took a deal with uh, Twitch's competitor kick yeah. for 70 for $75 million. And people are trying to, catch her out there because uh kick is owned by its parent company is an online gambling company. So do you think that's a, a big burn, a, a total own right there? No, because I don't, I don't care for online gambling. I think it's a, a bad thing. Uh, but <laughs> I, you bet your ass I'm taking the money. No, you're not allowed to. Oh, is that right? I mean, everyone's yeah, always going to say something, you know, and people can say whatever they want. Because uh, a fellow with a name like, you know, uh, uh, inter- Internet IHOP four two four two is uh, is going to be mad at you. Oh no! Actually, I found it. It's somebody with the name. Uh, they got a, a blue check mark, so it's possible that they're just taking this position to uh, get some rage clicks and make a little bit of money themselves, but. Uh, OVO Brazy says LMAO, no way she complained about gambling on Twitch 24 seven, just to switch to a site owned by a gambling company, crying eyes emoji. Cause that person's a little laughing so hard that they're crying. This, <laughs> that person that has to go to the public library to wash their armpits is, is crying, laughing at this fucking, uh, 75 millionaire. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. How much do you think it would take to get Murphy's Law to play my wedding? Five grand? Five grand. Five grand in open bar? Yep. And the, he can have uh, you know the meal or whatever? Yep. have a meal for him? <clears throat> of course. I think a pretty, might be pretty good move. deal, honestly. Might be the move. Um... Yeah, I I mean so you 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 are a fan Let, let's place that to the side for a moment. <laughs> okay, all right. Just just not, because not just gonna, for the thought not going to be the center of our night, all right? Go on. No, no, no. I'm just saying like you would take you I want to know you would take the money because you're you got a family. You're a family man. You got a wife. You got a stepson. Uh, so you're taking the money. But when when wouldn't you take? When would you choose to be broke over eighty mil? Is what I want to know. That's a, that's a brain breaking amount of money. Yeah. So so it would be it would be hard. But for I could turn down a million. I promise you this. Anybody doubting this doesn't know me very well. I could turn down a million uh, and and go to bed at night, no problem. Uh, just to just to prove a little point, just to be like a little a little annoying, you know, like that that story of uh, the Smiths being offered a hundred million. Yeah, and I mean, that's is there anything more beautiful in the world than that? Them turning down a hundred mil. Well, they were game. Morrissey got on the conference call uh, and allegedly said, take that number times it by a thousand. And the answer is still fucking no. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fucking King. That's what I'm saying. If that story is true, that that's a, I mean, there's, there is none higher. Yeah. But Morrissey, well, and I suppose the, the, the folks in talking heads, well, I, I, David Byrne for sure. I don't know about the rest of them, but they're all worth millions. Actually, the the woman from Talking Heads, Tina. she's probably she's probably rolling in it because I think I read something that that Tom Tom Club song, Genius of yeah. Love, I think it's is one of the, the most, most sampled songs in the world. Yeah, it's the mo- it's the most sampled song of like all time. I think so. Yeah, that's great. They certainly, uh, yeah. I guess w- at that point, you don't need the dough. But I don't know. I mean, I, I would. Am I lame as fuck? Do I sound like a broke person when I say like, I still might do it for charity? Like how how much of you can do a lot of good with eighty mil? This is what I'm saying. Like you know, like what you really can't is legacy so important 
because that's like it's one of two things it's a legacy thing or it's i can't i can't be in the same room but I'm not buying that. I'm not. I'm not buying that. It would have to be yeah. that, that person would have had to have assaulted your sister. That's the only way that you're. Yeah. That you're, it, it, there's there's no rational person who hates another human being so much. Uh, with like there has to be, there has to be a reason that we couldn't even wrap our heads around. Because if you say it's like, oh, he fucked me out of money twenty years ago, it's like well, you're fucking yourself out of money now, dog. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> so so what is it? I don't know. That's a lot of money to say no to, but eh, you know, I mean, yeah. Morrissey, who's been a, a big name forever and plays Smith songs live. And you know, I mean, once you have a certain amount of money, I suppose it's like, I don't know if you, if you have, if you have 50 mil in the bank and then you add another hundred mil to it, you know, it's, it's certainly great. I mean, but like you live you, at that point, you're living pretty comfortably where I guess it's something you, you can easily say no to, or, you know, maybe not think that hard about it. I don't know. Um, I mean, I don't know if 80 is something you can ever not have to reflect on unless you're Morrissey who has a clarity of purpose that most no. of us lack. We're never, I don't think we're ever. I don't think we're ever going to get that new Morrissey record. Uh, well, the one they've buried, um, I don't imagine it'll stay buried forever, but by the time it comes out, it won't be a quote unquote new Morrissey record. It'll be some oddity, you know, I need it. I want yeah, me it too. me too. I, I, I live down the block from the Capitol records building. Should I just go down there? Yeah. You, you should, uh, create a problem every day. <laughs> what, what if I, Hunger strike outside of the office. Uh, that would be interesting. I, you look. I don't I'm have not, a lot of. I I have a lot of time on my hands. I'm not trying to be a, a dickhead here, but it's, I've seen people protest for things that I think are less important. <laughs> you know, like I've, I've seen <laughs> I've seen people throw themselves into, uh, you know, ideas that uh, perhaps are going to have less payoff. I could see if I had, if I had a more comedic mindset, right? If I was like a like a, a little bit more naturally funny, quick witted type guy, uh, and I was like had more of a uh, ambition to be some sort of in the media in some way, uh, out on like I I could I could go down there and make like a little like Eric Andre. Andrew Callahan, like <laughs> ironic LOLs, like type Instagram reel TikTok of me protesting outside the building for the new Morrissey record. And, you sure. know, you'd have to tie like, well, I'm a, I'm a white man. I need this record. You don't understand how everybody's, <laughs> everybody's protesting <laughs> Israel Palestine. There's, everyone's, you know, everyone's obsessed with Israel Palestine. I, I need my Morrissey. That's uh, you know, I could do something like that, but. Yeah, I'm not that guy. The guys who are capable of doing that, uh, and the, the not Andrew Callahan. Who's the other guy? Eric Andre. No, he's the new. He's the new white Eric Andre. New white Eric. Oh, not the I think you should leave guy. Not that guy. This guy is married to a heavyset woman from SNL. 
Oh, oh, oh. I think this guy predates uh he uh, he predates Andrew Callahan. Um He does by by a while. and he does something different. Yeah, like, and he, I think I think he's kind I think I don't think he's as funny as Eric Andre, but I he can get some laughs out of me. Fuck, what's his name? Uh Connor O'Malley. Max Cavalera. Max Cavalera, what's he up to? Uh, I'm sure playing a Soulfly show today. Nail bomb's pretty sick. Yeah, I mean, listen, Sepultura is pretty sick for for a guy I mean, who probably could have retired twenty years ago. He he works. Sepultura is, is fucking so sick, but uh, Soulfly I never got into. Nah, Nail it's, bomb, it's, I think it's, it's cool. a hard pill. Yeah, it's a little. It's too much of the. You know, a little, little too twizzy for me, but uh, nail bomb I can fuck with. Um, Max Cavalera, where's he? Does he, where's he live? Brazil? Uh, I don't know if he does. That's where he's from. Yeah, don't, don't know where he's at now. Well, where's he at? You googling him right now? No, I'm just kind of laying here, man. It's it, so Evan's been gone for a few days, so I've like colonized the couch. I like uh, the, the the living room is like entirely mine and it's nice it's nice podcast and just laying down. Well, I I'm kind of fascinated that you guys don't just sort of ferment on that couch. You you guys spend a lot of times in your own rooms. Yeah, you're gonna regret that when when you're both married, you love your partners, but you go, you know, why why wasn't I watching? Uh, you know, Skeleton 88's uh, YouTube channel uh, more <laughs> when I had the opportunity. This this couch is very comfortable. Uh, people think I'm exaggerating with the with the old couch, how it was like $130 and uh, like just uh, kind of fabric stretched over plywood. You 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 were a fan of that couch. I liked it for the comedy. I liked it for the like no bitches aspect. <laughs> yeah, that was a certified zero pussy couch. Yeah, um, that's th- that was uh that's like when you expect no company. You want to hear something crazy? In 2022, Max Cavalera attracted criticism after a 2014 clip resurfaced of him telling a Moscow crowd that he supported the internationally unrecognized Russian annexation of Crimea. That's interesting. <laughs> uh, I guess he, since 1992, Max Cavallara has lived in Phoenix, Arizona with his wife, Gloria, and his five children. Five children and <laughs> Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, so he's living like a, uh, like a Mormon who owns a, a, a Jeep dealership. Yeah, exactly. What do you think? You like people wonder what's the, um, People just just wander into like the you know, the 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 Phoenix Whole Foods and they see Max Cavallara like like buying some manuka honey. That's exactly right. Uh, <laughs> pretty cool. It is pretty cool. I saw who did I see in Whole Foods recently? Um, what's that? Uh, uh, I saw Eli Roth. Oh, I'd love to see Eli Roth. You should ask him for a job. I should have told you. I asked Spike Jones for a job once. What did he say? He said, uh, 
can you move to California? I said, no. He said, uh, can't do anything for you then? I said, Damn. I said, well, I thought you were great in Three Kings. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty, that's, if, if he asked you to move to California, it sounded like he was maybe considering it. Um, sounded, yeah, sound, honestly, sounded like he was more open than he should have been for sure. I saw, I saw Don Barris at Ralph's the other day. Hmm. For uh, of wind, wind, windy city heat fame, uh, he was in windy city heat, and he's and he's Kimmel's warm up guy. So I, I read the Wikipedia for windy city heat yesterday. Oh really? Yes. <laughs> Don Barris lives like probably around the corner from me. Should we give what? Bobcat Goldthwait more power? Oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, wait, did he die? No, I don't think so. Is, he, is Bobcat still around? I'm a, I'm a Bobcat fan. You want to hear where I'm at in life? This is what happens when you're separated from your family. Yeah. <clears throat> I, uh, not estranged everybody. I'm just fucking away from my family. But uh, the I listened to 45 minutes of Louis C.K. talking about, like, this is a, a, a super cut. So it's, yeah. it's various clips amounting to 45 minutes of... Louis C.K. telling the same Pootie Tang stories in on different podcasts for 45 minutes. And I listened to that. <laughs> That's where I'm at. It I think if you if I think I've probably listened to that same supercut uh years ago. <laughs> it 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 makes him very sad when you bring up Pootie Tang. It's it's nice not to feel alone though, right? In in what way? In that, in that somebody else is listening to Louis C.K. talk about Pootie Tang in 2024. Well, that's that's like what your that's what your recommends become when like you've watched fucking d- days of uh, Opie and Anthony broadcasts. <laughs> that's exactly right. Like that's that's where it ends up. I think like I was already getting into that as, before the pandemic happened, and then when I was working from home, and like when lockdown was happening, I listened to. So much. I don't even know who, where, who saved these recordings. Like, ev- it seems like every minute of Opie and Anthony was uploaded to YouTube. Yes, it's insane. Like, I don't think like Stern. Like, I don't think you can access the Stern archives like that. I know that there's some of it that's quite thoroughly buried. Yeah, there's some of it that's like there's some shit that was like so distasteful and offensive that it's like it's it's considered like missing like you can't find like there's no record of it outside of probably like the nbc vaults or something like that and like it's just it's labeled as like missing media and people only can talk about it through their like recollection of it (laughs) which is kind of cool in its own way yeah, it's cool, but it's also like, you know, release the tapes. I have every moment from Opie and Anthony and man, if you want to trip out, it's like the things that they would do and say and the comedians, they were so free. Like some of the bits that Jim Norton would they would like prank phone call people and Jim Norton would just call a perfectly strange woman like a stupid dumb Halcyon days. I guess this was, it must have been on Sirius XM because they're cursing. But like, just like without a, a second thought in the mo- in their mind of like, would this get, I feel like everybody operates, all comedians, all broadcasters operate with, 
is what I'm about to say going to get me in trouble? Yeah, for sure. You know, and like comedians, we've reached a point where like they can kind of, they can more or less, they don't necessarily have to worry about it anymore because the club scene and all and the podcasts and stuff, they don't, they don't really have to worry, but, uh, you know, there, there was a time. I don't know. It's it's all very it's it, it's I, I love the old O and A broadcast. Uh, it's interesting. Right now, okay. So, <clears throat> a third of the video game industry has lost their job in the last ten months, right? Yeah. And uh, everybody's blaming Embracer Group, who uh, consumed like. 20 studios uh, uh, overspent and uh, had to shutter a lot of them and, and cancel a lot of projects and lay a lot of people off. It was somewhat predictable, but I also think that obviously the pandemic, there was people that were hired. Like I was hired for games jobs during the pandemic. I had no experience. <laughs> so it, it, it was obviously like, it, it was a cool moment for me because I got in the door on something, but it's obviously unsustainable when things are so overstaffed that, uh, or, or so there's such a need for this at this exact moment that you're hiring me who has no experience. And, uh, you know, now I have experience. It's cool, but the, it was, it was always built to collapse. Right. And, uh, now we're seeing that in real time. And I'm getting recommended all the people who lost their jobs. I'm getting recommended their uh, uh, tweets. <clears throat> and and look, this is me speaking delicately because it's a field that I work in, but it is a um, delicate, creative type person that is also born on the internet. Yeah. That works in these fields. So I'm watching the type of meltdown that you would expect from somebody losing both their parents at 19. Mm. <laughs> like I'm, I'm really watching people uh, uh, fall apart in, in, in real time. And look, some of them have real desperate concerns. Like uh, they moved to another country uh, for the job. They were given a work visa. Now they're without a job. They have, they just bought a home, but their work visa is, is going to run out uh, very shortly because the company no longer needs them. And they're going to have to, uh, immediately sell the home that they just bought uproot their, their family and et cetera, et cetera. So there's people that are in bad situations, but then there's also people whose, whose idea of a bad situation is completely different than mine, where like a really bad situation to them is, uh, you know, not knowing where the, what the next gig is, what all the anxiety that comes from that, you know, that definitely sucks. Sure. Definitely, definitely sucks. But I don't know if publicly falling apart in front of the people that you presumably want to hire you is ever the move. No, like, not the move. Like I get it. I'm sure that there's some, sympathetic soul out there that that would say you know look uh i'm a sensitive i'm a sensitive liberal arts student uh with autism that loves to program i i get it <clears throat> i'm gonna hire people like me but i think when this all comes back 
I think it's possible that maybe some of the freak out artists don't get hired back. Mm. Uh, I think that's possible for film as well. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I just feel like it would be better advised. And look, I'm maybe I'm not the guy to say it because I do my little newsletter and shit where I take shots at people. And it, it's uh, obviously I've cost myself jobs in every field that I've ever been in. <laughs> so I'm, I'm maybe not the guy, uh, but maybe I am the guy because I, I I'm the guy that could tell you, Hey, there is a, there is certainly a cost here. Yeah. I mean, whenever an industry has a downturn, it's, you know, when it, it, there's always a contraction, you know, like it comes back, but it's not, it's like not until another boon period, does it come back and it like, you know, to, to where it was. So yeah, if that's going to happen in film, it's going to happen in uh, video games and stuff. So hopefully everybody uh, beefs up their, their resume or got enough experience in while like during the boon period. But, um, yeah, don't it's I mean, like a lot of these employers are probably looking you up on social media. Uh, I've often been paranoid as to what uh, what this podcast does. I mean, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I doubt any potential employer is going as far as to listen to it. Yeah, but but they also might see the uh, the little Joe Biden uh, album artwork and uh, might go, oh, what is this? Um, so, well, it, we, we, I mean, it might be time to update that anyway. That guy's probably going to, you know, we need something soon. on deck in case he dies. We got something. We, we actually do have, uh, actually Kevin, our artist, uh, sent us, uh, some new shit that he worked on a while ago. Maybe I'll just change it now. Um, but I was, yeah, I was thinking about if he, if, I was thinking if Biden gets reelected, it's still, it's still relevant. But, uh, if he's out of here, then yeah, then we'll have to replace him. But maybe, maybe it's time to refresh that shit anyway. Um, so, you know how your parents are full blue and on? Oh yeah, my my father hit that place today. He's at the blue and on stage. No doubt. He he said to me today when I said, "Hey, you know," he's talking about the the Trump uh, uh, defamation or whatever that was. And I said, "Hey, let me ask you a question. If if you found out that E. Jean Carroll." Uh, the person who he in prince in in theory has to pay now, although never will. Um, if I told you that she's accused six men of rape, w- would that influence your uh, your view of her at all? And he goes, "I would never believe that." And I said, <laughs> "I said I don't know what you mean." And he says, "I would not believe that statement." And I w- said, "Well, if I could find the." the documentation of it. Like if I could find her saying it, would that help? And he goes, and my mother said, have you heard of AI? And I said, what are you, are you two all right? Are you t- <laughs> are, like, you think that there there's convincing E. Jean Carroll AI. <laughs> like, like that's where, that's where we jump now. Uh, but he said that uh, he watches more news than anybody. And uh-huh. they have not, they have not, and none of them have mentioned it. Uh, so it can't possibly be true. And I said, what news do you consume? And he said, uh, CNN, uh, MSNBC, NBC, uh, and sometimes CBS. And I said, weird. Um, you don't think that there's any chance that that's tailored to your 
existing beliefs and that there's obvious omissions if it doesn't fit their narrative. And he goes, what? These are journalists. And I said, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> I, I said, no wonder you're 80. Yeah. I don't know what to do. I mean, I don't know what to tell people anymore. When did it, has it always been like this? Uh, has it always been uh, the unwashed masses on SSRIs making TikToks and uh, spouting uh, anti-Semitic uh, conspiracy theories under the uh, banner of uh, progressivism while uh, their parents uh, rot their brains uh, on uh, 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 Dem, uh, Dem-sponsored media? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> Well said. I, I mean, <laughs> that's a very good summation. No, I know that is a, a newer thing. What I mean is like before Trump, the way I, I read it all is, is before Trump, like I CNN was like not good journalism. Like certainly it, it sucked, but it was not, it was not so partisan. Like it was like the only way CNN was ever turned on was if you were in an airport. That was the one place I've, I've ever had a friend who's worked at an airport for uh, probably 15 years now. And he said, it's just all CNN all the time. He's worked at JFK. And, uh, but post Trump is when it all became this insane, like just, just insane partisanship. And, and now it's like, where I, I don't know, like it, 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 it's almost like they, the way I see it is it's, they took the business model of Fox news, but they cater it to people in the, the, the Dem Democrat camp rather than the Republican conservative camp. Uh, I don't know how people don't see that, you know, like I, I and it and it's and it's bizarre the stranglehold that it has. I swear to God, I, I I walk past apartments and houses when I'm on my my walks or my jogs, and everybody watches fucking cable news. Yeah, Every other window, I it, like you can you can look into has I see fucking Anderson Cooper's fucking white head. Every every other window that you press your face against, yeah, scanning the interiors looking for signs of movement something uh -huh. to, something to excite your your throbbing perversions that hasn't happened in a while has it what there, have you heard of a peeping tom lately no i guess not maybe this maybe social media is like kind of cleaned that out what because you, you can get right is... up into someone's personal life by going to their fucking instagram account that's true I've asked this question before, I think on this podcast and, and, uh, I, it always, uh, I always fly close to the sun on this. Uh, <clears throat> what do you think, what do you think is, um, not inappropriate, but wrong to witness? What do you think is wrong to witness? Like if you were walking past somebody's home uh -huh. and you, and you saw a married couple embrace and start uh, making out. Are you supposed to immediately turn and look at your shoe or you're a fucking pervert? Um, 
I wouldn't I wouldn't linger on it. But okay, not all right, forget you. I'm asking if you don't look at your shoe, um, are you a are a deranged pervert? Maybe not a like, deranged pervert, but I would avert avert your eyes. Like if I stood there wearing my pumpkin head shirt and stood in the dark stood in the darkness uh outside somebody's uh kind of bay windows and watched them yeah. make love. Yeah. Um is that wrong? Uh yeah, that's wrong. Why? Because it's it's just odd behavior. It's antisocial. Oh, oh, hey, hey, hey. Wrong and odd are not the same thing. Well, but they're also not far away from each other. I don't know. May, some people would say Amelia Earhart was odd. Okay. Well, if someone's in their home, they're in a Einstein, Einstein. Odd. Was he? He was an odd fella. What was his kink? Feet. <laughs> That's not odd. Um, was he a furry? They didn't have that then. He didn't. They didn't have the words for it. He didn't. Yeah, he, he didn't have his furry awakening. Yeah, he just he knew that. He just knew that when he watched Bugs Bunny, it made him feel Hold a strange on. way. Um. No, I mean, if if someone's in their home, I would de facto that a a private moment. So sure. looking looking through someone's window, bad behavior. Okay. Um, somebody beating their wife. Yeah. I mean, when it comes to violence, it's kind of like you, I mean, yeah, it might oh, be that, incumbent oh, that, oh, on that's, you to, uh, that's your business now? Well, if someone's getting hurt and they don't want to be getting hurt, then, then yeah, maybe. Huh. It's interesting. But if, if people are too engaging in an act of love. So if people I mean, are doing something you don't approve of, you have access to their private life. But if they're doing something you, you do approve of, uh, then it's, it's wrong to, to look into their life. Well, approve of and violence are two different things. I mean, it is, and it isn't it's, I mean, if I mistook it for a little sex game, then that's on me, you know? But if he was, if someone's given their wife a black eye because they didn't, you know, have dinner ready when they got, I don't know why it's the 1950s, but, uh, I'm sure, listen, I'm sure that still happens. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it does. Too. Yeah. Um, if anybody in your neighborhood had families, that would happen. That's a good point. Uh, I, I think it's crazy. The amount of people out here, like there's a block nearby, uh, really beautiful houses and you know, there's they're, they're street level sidewalk level and uh, you know, near a park there, there's these houses, beautiful houses. They must, they, I'm certain they are, they are in the millions of dollars, not huge, but really, really nice. And I was coming home from whole foods the other day and I walked past and there's, you know, I, no curtains, no blinds, just two people drinking a glass of wine, sitting on the couch watching Jeopardy. And it's yep. like, man, what's up with the no curtains? Were you on like Forsyth or um, the one uh, like when you when you cross Sunset? It, it, were you on our were you on our side of Sunset or the other side of Sunset? No. So I was, I was on the other side of Fountain. 
I was, it was, it's right near Plummer Park. Oh, interesting. Yeah. The, uh, that block, I think it's might, it might be fuller. Okay. Uh, that block by Plummer Park has really nice houses. Um, because, because I've walked, uh, that area, if if you go on the other side of Sunset, sorry, everybody, this is a little geography uh, quiz for you. Uh, if you go on the other side of Sunset from <clears throat> where you live and where I did, uh, the, there's that one road, I don't remember the name of it, uh, that you and I have walked. I see you walking it. I used to pass you walking it quite often. Yeah. Uh, that one has a number of, of really beautiful homes that uh, they know what they have. Like they've probably been in those families for three generations. And now the people know that they're worth many millions and uh, they do little things to maintain them or whatever. But there's a couple of them where I've passed legitimately very insane, perhaps dangerous people on that street. Yeah. And, and uh, if you could picture in your head, there's uh, the one house that has a fence but it is not a high fence and uh, it's a picket fence. And you could certainly just certainly just jump in, put your fist through their window. Um, th- that is always so wild to me because California does not LA County specifically to really does not want you to own the means to defend yourself. Uh, really a wild, wild thing to, to say, Hey, um, we're going to kind of populate your neighborhood with people who the, 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 the most social, the most socially adaptive quality they have is, is still pretty off putting. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like the, the, the you know, ha- having uh, rank BO and chain smoking is the most uh, socially uh, uh, acceptable thing that they do. Uh, and on the other end, uh, they, they occasionally try to stab somebody with a stick yeah. uh, and, and uh, they squat and they shit on the sidewalk. Um, that We're going to populate your neighborhood with that gentleman. Uh, just yeah. like copy paste, just like 50 of those guys. Um, and then uh, w- we're not going to give, we're, we're not going to allow you the means to defend yourself. And should you circumvent our laws by, uh, uh, saying that the U.S. the federal government doesn't prohibit you from the owning owning of firearms. Uh, God help you, should you fire that thing in defense of your family. God yeah. help you, <laughs> because you are going to be sued by a very unhealthy person's family for every dollar you have. It is crazy. I try to explain to people. It's like. Parts of LA are like, imagine a beautiful, sunny suburb, uh, a nice house, nice row of houses, just just a nice, nice little suburb, and then like the street life of the Bronx. Yes, it's it's like an insane vibe. Million dollar homes that are yeah, as you said, the, the generational, and uh, just just very lovely, and then yeah. And people getting stabbed outside your house. The best. I love LA. What are they doing? What are this? What are the stabbers doing there? I guess stabbing. Yeah. I don't know. What is okay. 
So I mean, the I bad watched... the bad neighborhoods that I'm familiar with, it's like they they live there, you know. Here's a question. Okay. I asked you the other day if you thought that the uh, Taylor Swift, whatever the fucking boyfriend's name is, thing. Kel- Kelsey Travis. Yeah. Uh, Trit, Trit, Travis Trait. Tracy. Trace Atkins. Trace, yeah. Tracy, Tracy Ullman. Tracy Chapman. Yeah. Atkins, Atkins Diet. Yeah. Sam Altman. Uh, <laughs> so, Nor- Norman Finkelstein. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, Greenbaum, Finkelstein, and Klein. Uh, yeah. So, it, it, I've asked you if that's a, a psyop, and you said probably not. But it, what do we think uh, in terms of other right wing conspiracies being batted about at the moment? What is the actual angle on the the southern border? Like, what it, what is happening there? Um, because I see reasonable people now asking, "Hey, um, is this on purpose? What's what's going on?" So, what what do you think? Is it on purpose? Um, I'm not super educated on the border. The border's always been an issue. I think the border and immigration is the right wing version of abortion. For for like, they want abortion to be an issue they don't want to solve it they want it you know and i think that's the same for republicans with the border um Mm. yeah i think it is probably intentional because the uh wealthy elite the corporations the 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 people that own the politicians probably want uh a uh workforce that they don't have to pay very much money um so yeah seems seems somewhat intentional i mean the rhetoric the border's been an issue for a long time and for for a long time i always thought that it was like a like a fugazi type thing like it you know the country a lot of service not not just service industry but like like the united states for a long time has relied on uh migrants to to pick the crops um whether that's a good model or a sustainable model or one that we should aspire towards is another question. But the fact was that they relied on them. And then, and what I've read until recently, I mean, this might be actually like a 10 year old report at this time, but what I've read is that uh, we were at like an all time low for people coming over the border to, to pick the crops and that it was potentially a problem. But yeah, it seems like the, since Biden took office, seems like it's the, the border crossings, et cetera, has gotten pretty bad. Um, and it's also strange because I had always heard that the main way illegal immigration happened was not even by the border. It was from people, people flying overstaying in. Their, yeah, it's them overstaying their visas. Uh, so so the, <clears throat> that whole issue to me is like, I don't, I can't say that I'm really, I really understand it. But I, at the end of the day, I think it benefits the people in power to have a, a labor force that will work for very little money. And that's probably the motivation behind it. I guess it's gotta be, I just don't I like it, it's very odd to seemingly not care about a, a, a very I like it. Cause people say, Oh, it, it appeases Dem voters in some way. I don't know any Democrat voters that say, hey, 
I would love illegal immigrants streaming into my uh, country. Uh, I, I don't know any that like y- you can run into certainly many who are sympathetic, but when the rubber meets the road, they would like a secure border. Have you ever met anybody besides me who doesn't want a secure border in your life? Uh, probably the folks in propaganda. That's it. It's yeah, it's, it's, you, it's, 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 you, it's them and me. <laughs> yeah, it's propaganda. You maybe the dudes in leftover crack. Um, yeah, well, I think Democrats and liberals at large are more, yeah, they're more sympathetic to illegal immigration and they're probably more in line with the, uh, you know, pathway to citizenship, right? Dreamers, et cetera. Whereas Republicans are like, get them out. But again, that's always been like a fugazi too, because apparently Obama and Trump deported the same amount of people. Yes. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's ma- always, that's Trump a, that's might have even deported less people than Obama. Yeah, he's just less. I mean, that, but that's only because he's less engaged. <laughs> is that what it is? But I guess, I guess Biden's like bring them all. I don't know. Um, that's that's how it's at least defined. But um, yeah, I mean, seems intentional. Uh, and you know, I kind of think the states that are on the border well within their right to do what they want to secure it. I I mean, I don't think they should be killing anybody trying to come over, but, uh, no, no. I mean, listen, the people that do all the weirdo shit, like take away the water from people and shit. Like you should go to jail. You're obviously a sociopath, (laughs) dangerous individual. Yeah. But, but what I mean is, you know, people don't want meanness. Right. Like now, no. Republicans are more at peace with meanness, but they both neither. It's almost like Democrats are like uh, people who 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 can't hunt, but are comfortable buying meat. Right. And then and then Republicans are are comfortable with like the the oh, uh, he's wounded. That deer is wounded. Go over there and shoot him in the back of the head, (laughs) like (laughs) sort of sort of thing. And it's just a different. Uh, this is what I've, I'm always saying. People think I'm crazy, but it's just a different sensibility. That's all it is. It's not like these people actually have beliefs of any type. It's just different orientations on, on just the way they conduct themselves naturally. But, <clears throat> but what I mean is, both of those people want meat. That's it, right? Like they both want a border yeah. where they don't have to think. They they can go to bed without thinking about their daughters. Right. Yeah. They can be, they can be like, yeah, it's like, that's it. So I, I don't know who, I don't know who letting people stream into the country is making happy except for me and propaganda. Well, think about it like this. So in my head, I was saying like, you know, look, if, 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 if Texas wants to put up a new fence, I think they have the right to do that. But then I, I'm thinking about, okay, you're putting up that fence and then a bunch of bunch of folks are on the other side of it and they're like, you know, you know they're trying to get in. What are you supposed to do? You're supposed to say, you're shit out of luck? You know what I mean? Like, at that point, it's like, well, I mean, you, you can't leave them there. Yeah. They're going to fucking die. So you got to bring them in. So I, you know, I guess at heart I'm a fucking lib, you know. If you're if you're cold, they're cold. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you can't, you, like, 
I don't know. I guess I have a soft heart because I'm thinking like I'm there. I'm putting up the fence. I'm, you know, nailing the post into the ground. I'm setting up the barbed wire. And then Miguel walks over and I'm like, ah, shit. You're like, I can't look this fucker in the eye. Exactly. How could you? I would be like, all right, get in here. Get him some water, you know? Yeah, please. Like, you like, how how can you just like, how could you sleep knowing that you saw people on the other side of that fucking imaginary line you drew in the sand and said, fuck you, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I get it. I, I understand why you would like a country needs borders, you know? I mean, but I mean, yeah. How do you, how do you turn people away? That's, that's, that's pretty difficult. So what do you do? You bring them home. You you show them Fortnite. You cook mm. them some some ravioli in the air fryer. What else can you do? When you hear your family, <laughs> I mean, I I don't know. You you take him down to. I mean, I don't have a job. Maybe he could sh- he could show me a few things. You know, he'll bring me down to Home Depot. We'll wait. And then mm. we'll go down, we'll do some non-union labor together. We'll go down to the construction site. He can show me how to, you know, build a house or something. Are you allowed to wear a, a do-rag in court? I think so. It's cool. Judges are real fucking sticklers about the way you dress, though. <clears throat> That's what I was saying. I, somebody posted a, a photo of uh, uh, Hulk Hogan in that uh Peter Peter Thiel trial thing that he funded, whatever that Gawker one, yeah. And you know what he's he's got a he's got a head wrap on. What's what's going on? There's only I mean the only two types of people that can wear do rags are black folks and then white folks from Florida. Yeah, <laughs> and then I'm pretty sure. I think Hulk Hogan's lived in Florida for uh, a good 30 years or so now. So uh, he's, he, he, he's in the club. Uh, I just remember two of my friends having to go to the, to Queens district court for uh, drinking tickets. And uh, my one friend dressed in a, in a nice button up shirt and some slacks. And then my other friend wore his uh, no redeeming social value hoodie. And uh, mm. one paid more than the other. Sure. He was pissed. Question for you. Do you think you, you think you could survive in, for lack of a better term, like uh, the urban jungle of um, say like Manila? Too humid. Uh, I, I just, have you ever seen a photo of Manila from overhead? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Probably. Ed, hold on. I'm. I'm gonna look at something right now. The um, only time the Western world sees places like that is after they get hit by a tsunami. That's exactly true. <laughs> hold on. Uh, we're gonna look up Cairo because one of the racists uh, that keeps getting recommended to me was going off on what you'd call like you know the. Uh, not even the Arab world, the developing world. And he was hammering it really pretty disgusting terms, honestly. Um, but there was these photos that he was using of Cairo. If they're real, 
it is a hellhole. <laughs> like it's a nightmare. Um, Cairo in Egypt. Yeah. What's the Hold deal? On. We're we're gonna look terrain. No, that's not what we're looking for. We we want the proper air quality. We don't give a fuck about that. We want. <laughs> how do you how do you do the? Um, God damn it, man! Satellite. Thank you. Okay, so yeah, maybe his photo was real. Um, so there's parts of Cairo that are just like uh, what people think of as uh, like Neo Tokyo or, or uh, f- from um, Akira or you know uh, in, in New York City in in somebody's mind if they've never been to New York City, um, where it's just thousands of buildings with no parks to interrupt it and it just looks like it's 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 baking and i'm looking and in fact there are parts of cairo that do look like that wow this is a i mean this is a hellish looking city that's surprising is that the one that's like right outside the pyramids i think so i'm pretty ignorant i'll be honest with you yeah i mean same i i mean huh I would let me, find, well, let me see if I can let me see if I can't find this uh, ardent racist that was uh, <laughs> that was in my in my suggested. So hold on, doing a lot of that lately. Uh, you know what? It, 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 my feed has gotten boring. The 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 they've been washed out. And really, yo, you, I'll tell you. You know what's crazy about all the complaining? Well, that's a beautiful photo of downtown Cairo. Um, all the complaining about. Uh, uh, Elon Musk, uh, 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 Twitter, and all this. Yo, I don't care. It's a free service, so whatever. But I will say that there's literally no, if you don't follow anybody, all you see is not pornography. It's all you see is like, I like, hold on. I'll try to find some. I'll try to find one. It'll be something so innocuous. It'll be uh, somebody talking about. Uh, hold on. I bet I can find one immediately. I'm going to go to my main feed. <clears throat> oh, okay. It'll be something like, "This is so satisfying," and it's uh, a, uh, a tile guy uh, installing really specific tile, like. You know, the type of stuff that people watch almost to relax and probably craftsmen watch because they're really impressed, right? Yeah. And and then you if you clicked on that, somebody in the mentions is going to be uh an OnlyFans girl going, Do you know what else is satisfying? Click here to find out. And oh, it'll be yeah, like her, yeah, yeah. her butt in the air. And it's like this for everything. Yeah. Like it's it's really crazy. Hold on. Here's one of uh, Taylor Swift holding a Trump flag. It's obviously not real, but it says, is this real? I guarantee if I scroll down, it'll be, it'll be no, but you know what is real? And it'll, it'll be like hit my, my butthole. Yeah. It's the, what the blue check mark has done to this thing is insane. Did you just rip ass? I did. Did you hear it? I did hear it. That's crazy. <laughs> Um, uh, the, yeah, the blue check thing is strange. I mean, that's just the way. I mean, I don't but it's, know. It, it seems like yeah. it's just right wingers and porno people. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. 
The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. It is now 2024, and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts, or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? <laughs> so do we. Why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts? Thank you. I mean, what does the blue check do? You can like, you can post, you can like, there's no character limit. And uh, yeah, it, 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 prioriti- it prioritizes you in the mentions. That's the only reason I see this shit is because if I click on anything, the people that are up, the people that are at the top is like, it's all blue check mark weirdos. Yeah. I mean, I see it. I see blue check. So blue check has had an interesting journey as a pejorative because Obviously, at first it was just for notable people. Then it became for like journalists and like the, you know, people, you know, these these like new age journalists that would post things like how eating bugs can save the planet. And then people, you know, then it was like, oh, you're a blue check. Fuck you. You know, and now it's just like complete randos. Well, OK, this is perfect. <clears throat> I'm going to demonstrate it. Here's a blue check mark. Jesse Kelly, D.C., who has. 600,000 followers. He's a anti-communist right winger. And uh, it's a photo of Fetterman with his wife who apparently, who everybody's speculating has left him. And wait, really? Yeah. So Fetterman's wife has deleted herself from social media and everybody's like, yes, of course this proud immigrant woman uh, can't. Doesn't mean shit. Maybe she's sick of the bullshit. No, no, no. They're saying that it's because he supports Israel. Uh, yeah, how fucking locked into their own world are people? It's insane. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe th- people were calling her like a disgusting, like Zionist pig, and she was like, "You know what? I don't need." She's like, "I don't need this." Yeah, yeah. you're married to a, a, a fucking uh, a Zionist homunculus, like you know. But but they're saying but they're saying that uh, who has no calves? By the way, he's a big dude with no calves. I don't trust that. But it's weird. Uh, so it's these people that uh, are convinced that she 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 left him and that she was right to leave him because uh, he's a Zionist. Except this guy is a right winger who's in favor of this, right? He's pro-Israel, whatever. And which, by the way, is the weirdest fucking thing. But whatever, we won't even get into that. 
Here's the third reply from a blue check mark, a guy named Nate Ewing. Let's hover over Nate Ewing, elementary school graduate, third amendment advocate, 400 followers. He's the third reply out of 600 because he's a blue check mark. Yeah. Here is, here is his reply. That dude has never been happier. Uh, lip packed full of Zen. Uh, waving Israeli flags at Hamas sympathizers, ordering takeout every night without having to hear I don't care 50 times before he decides what he wants, can finally have a gun in the house again. I'm happy for him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yo, how much are people just projecting onto every person? Yeah. Like the, it, 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 it's just, you know, people are, people are scary, man. It's, it, it is pure projection. And, and, and it's, it's, it's just like the symptom of the extremely online because it's that it, that's like one hemisphere of it. And then the other hemisphere is the, the guy, you know, saying that the alien ant farm music video was the last time we were, you know, unaffected by, by immigration or whatever, immigration yeah, yeah. and progressive liberalism before it destroyed the world. This is what the world was like. And it's like, man, you gotta, you gotta close the laptop, you know? Yeah. Close you gotta, you and your girl gotta drive to the the fucking mountains and 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 de- disconnect for a few days. That's it. You're too wrapped up. I mean, the the okay. So the strangest thing is like people with these like these like very online worldview. Like they spend their time on the internet and they consume this type of media and they consume that type of news and then they see it in their world as they're like walking around. But I feel like I have the opposite experience where I swear to God, like if, if there was no internet, like if you had no connection to the internet, if you watched no, uh, uh, national news coverage, if your news coverage was like strictly to limited to your local, you know, town or city and, and you walked around and like the people I interact with and like when I'm at the gym or, and, and and not just Los Angeles, but like in New York too, like people of all walks of life, gays and twinks and straights and Mexicans and black people and Jews and, you know, fucking whites, everybody's walking around getting along. <laughs> like yeah, no yeah. one has in my world, the, the world that I walk around in, when I walk to the gym, when I walk around, you know, when I'm in New York, when I'm taking the train or whatever, everybody's chilling and there are, nobody's yelling at each other. Everybody's being friendly. No one's arguing. Yeah, sure. Maybe you get a fucking Karen at the fucking Ralph's at the checkout. She's trying to return a tomato or something. Sure. Yeah. You get some of that, but this like racial animus and this like fight over immigration, like it's just not out there. At least I don't see it. The only thing I do see is like the, the 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 homelessness i'll be honest that's the one that where like i see it online and then i see it outside that's my experience anyway uh do you think that there might be some type of not race war but maybe like um <clears throat> i don't know like uh, like uh, secession as uh, a uh, succession secession secession sort of thing uh over this new uh, just, uh, Suicide Squad kills the Justice League game. That game does look like shit. I'll be honest. Uh, but, but have you seen how angry people are? 
at the way that Batman is killed. Okay, so I can actually talk about this. Oh wow! Uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> you can because you're an Arkham, you're an Arkham advocate. So that's that's where they fucked up, right? Because your instinct, you want to be like, uh, yeah, the game is called uh, Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. What did you expect? But they killed the Arkham verse fucking Batman. Those games fucking rock. So I get it. They're upset that they killed they killed off Arkham Batman. Are are you mad? Um well, so Rocksteady, the game that the the company that put out this game, uh they made the Arkham trilogy, which is Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, Arkham Knight. Uh those are very good video games. Those are very very good. Those are like the premier Batman games. You have all the the voice actors from the animated series. They're they're just they're they're very good games. Uh top yeah, tier. I, I, I've been I've been watching people fall apart over this. <laughs> top tier superhero games. People loved them. It's Kevin Conroy is the voice of Batman. He was the animated series guy. Um yeah, pe- pe- people are upset, you know, and, and and so Rocksteady made those games. Those games are great. And now they're doing this fucking bullshit ass looter shooter. Right. Because and, 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 you know, in some ways, maybe that's not their fault. That's a business decision. That's the way that the, the gaming industry, that's the direction it's moved into. But to make go from those fucking high tier games to a, a Fortnite clone where they killed off, you know, the 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 main character from their beloved trilogy. I, I get why people are angry. I don't, I'm, I, I, I mean, I'm not losing my mind over. I don't give a fuck that much, you know, like, but, uh, would, would you storm the Capitol over it? No, I would only storm Capitol records to get that Morrissey record. Yeah. Understood. That's my, that's my main, that's my main mission. But, uh, no, that justice league game looks like shit. Who's this YouTube guy that you, He's some like, oh my God, what a, like, he's a guy that I watch. Yeah. He's a guy that you watch. He's a horrendous personality. And, uh, which I was, I was watching his review of, uh, suicide squad today. And he was like, you know, when you're just like a guy who's as important as me, you know, like you're, you're my review will literally, uh, if I give it a bad review, it'll save, uh, uh, gamers, hundreds of thousands of dollars broadly because, you know, my reviews just carry so much weight because I'm such a cynic. So when I give something a good review, they know that I mean it. He, he I forget his fucking name. He's a little douche. He wears his glasses, fucking soy face. Oh, 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 wow. That's the guy that you hate. You don't hate the fucking like raw incels that I follow. <laughs> <laughs> the, I like the little, I like the little, uh, orc guy. Oh, you like the, the, the troll, uh, the VTuber who VTubes as a troll. Yeah. And I like the Gundam guy too. Oh, everybody hates the Gundam guy except for me. I th- that's, that's nice. I think he's great because he represents a certain type of like, like bitter, no pussy, uh, New Yorker, which I think is rare. And, and I, I like that. Yeah. He reminds me of a kid I went to high school with. Yes. That's a, th- there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like that's a guy that you would have worked with in some capacity if you worked a low paying job in New York. Yeah. I'm I'm so I'm looking at your YouTube now. Uh you know what's funny is I'm surprised that I'm only seeing 
like a like a hate watch channel for uh the new season of true detective just now oh so i uh, you have said that uh you what was your your review of this was wow i hate women (laughs) right is that what i said that's what that's what i remember i've been watching it uh with my fiance and she hates it too um but maybe that's her internalized misogyny that's what that is yeah, or maybe I've uh, maybe I've rubbed off my hatred of women has rubbed off on her. No, it's 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 not good. It's really bad. What's a, a Jodie Foster's character is just like so unlikable. She's mean to everyone. I mean, I, I think that's okay. Sometimes I, I don't think characters need to be likable, likable. But she's like mean for no reason. Yeah, she's she hurt people, hurt people. I well, so that's what they try and go into, or they go into like her backstory, and I guess like her husband died. Who cares? Get over it. Who cares? She has a husband. What are you fucking talking about? She had a husband. I don't know. No, th- so this new season of True Det- it's kind of like CSI Miami meets The Grudge, set in Alaska. Fuck. Yeah, that's essentially what it is. It sucks, man. Be like. Those shows never like the previous seasons, as I remember, didn't really have a super supernatural element to them. It, it it had like a spooky element, you know. Yes, it had like yes, a, yes. Like it had like an eerie sort of occultish, spooky vibe to it. But this season went full like we had a dead guy like raised the, from the dead and be like, "I saw your mother." She says, "Hi." It's, it's like, oh, all right. Oh. We're just, this is just the grudge now. So, so, so the thing that people, the thing that people like about the first true detective season is, uh, they don't, they don't know if it's cosmic horror or if it's just uh, a creepy, creepy happenstance. Yeah. Right. And that works really well for it. Really well. Uh, But I don't know. Um, I think that if they went full supernatural, uh, that that would be kind of immediately jumping the shark. I mean, there's like a ghost, and uh, so only three episodes have aired so far. I mean, like a one. Uh, I think other people can see it, but there's like a like essentially a, a ghost of a dead guy who leads them to where the dead people are. So. Maybe that woman is just crazy, but no, I, no, there it is. It's went full. It's so it's a, it's an entirely different, uh, writer director than the first three seasons, um, mm. which is fine, but it sucks. It sucks. Uh, my claim that I've never finished a show is now not accurate. I definitely finished season three of that. Of True Detective, yeah. Uh, three was good. I don't. It's not. Yeah, super it was good. Mem- it's not mem- super memorable, but it was well written, well acted. It was fine. Uh, uh, what do you think? Would you think uh, Ilhan Omar would be good in one of these? I don't think I've ever seen a video of her speaking. Um. So they're making a very big deal about her referring to Somalia as her country. Mm. This is absurd. Is she from? 
that's where she's from. And she was speaking to other Somalians and she was talking immigrant talk about how they really care about the place and how it's always in their hearts and all this. And people are really running with the idea that she has broken her allegiance to the United States. Um, guys, have you ever been around even a sixth generation Italian? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's, it's, come on. Like, these right wingers, they're really stretch the shit. Yeah, no, I mean, I guess. Do we have to pull the racist card at that point? I mean, yeah, it's like you should tell that to. I grew up in the most Irish town of all time. Is fucking so many fucking fresh off the boat fucking Irish in my town. Tell them to. Should I tell them to go back? I mean, they're really hung up on this idea that she is Somalian first. <clears throat> And that's a betrayal. That's a betrayal of the United States. And it's like, I don't know, man. She's in public service, right? She's in like, she could be. She could be a total kleptocrat scumbag, and she's probably still doing more than I am. <laughs> so it's like, uh, I don't know. What do they? What do they? What do they want? They want her not to appeal to her uh, Somali constituents. Well conservatives what's the if we're going based on stereotypes what's the you know they are i think classically kind of self-centered you know what's good for me type people and liberals classically probably perhaps overly uh bleeding heart you know type people so it doesn't surprise me that the, and and you know i mean Maybe it's gauche to uh, broadly uh, label uh, conservatives as racist, but yeah, I mean this this feels pretty racist. At least this instance. Uh, yes, it feels that way to me. Certainly, I mean, what it really feels like is they they they're trying to jam up it, it, like a progressive on any any grounds that they can find any. Yeah. I mean, as you said, I mean, yeah, if we, if, if there was an Irish member of Congress or Italian and they were talking to people, yeah, it wouldn't make anyone's radar. So feels a little bit racist. Oh, you're going to pull that card, huh? I'm pulling the card. I'm pulling the race. That's, that's, that's you. That's you, huh? Yeah. I think I got to go meet, uh, Brian Murray at one of these gay bars. Man, it's not a gay bar. It's a regular bar. He is. He was. He was hating in my messages last night. Hating. Hating. <laughs> he's. He is. I don't know if he's always been this way. I've known Brian Murray. I've known him about five years. I've known him well about three years. Uh, has he always been uh, yeah. the nastiest hater? Yeah. That's cool. Also, we we haven't even talked about the Ben Shapiro number one rapper in the world moment. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, number one song. Number one song in the country. <laughs> We're washed. We're washed. Washed. Uh, I mean, but that's got to be, you know, that's going to have a hard fall off. Yeah, sure, but I mean, it's still remarkable. 
Tom number McDonald. one number one song. I produced a, a show where we interviewed that guy, and he got cut from the show. No shit. Yeah, it actually we just had we shot a lot of stuff, and it just kind of like it was the least compelling material for the particular episode, and uh, but uh, his uh, agent was pretty upset. Uh, I don't have anything to say about him. Uh, I think it was inevitable that somebody take that lane. Yeah. You know? So what are you going to do? And I think there's other dudes that do the exact same thing. I'm sure. I'm sure. Look, it's actually, it's, it's pretty positive thing overall that you would uh, have these, like, I mean, it's a positive thing that there would be, it would be a broad enough interest now that you could have different perspectives and you have the the market has the right to choose what they want you know sure this is just to say that i'm like a huge i love his rap career i think it's awesome you're a big fan i mean it's just yeah look (laughs) there's there's no there aren't any more lanes that haven't been filled you know that like that are broadly appealing to people if you have an audience of any stripe, uh, there's somebody working a lane to appeal to you. Yeah. So this is what that is, right? And people are always like, he's Canadian. It's like, yeah, he doesn't, he's making money. He doesn't actually give a fuck about anything. What What does he's Canadian mean? I mean, well, I, I guess these- when he com- he com- he kvetches about, you know, the typical things that conservatives kvetch about the United States. And it's like, you don't need, you're not from here. You don't live here. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, listen, <laughs> I, I watch these, uh, guys that are from <clears throat> fucking Slovakia talk about American shit all day. Who cares? I mean, I certainly don't care. I mean, I think it's funny, but yeah, I mean that number one song thing, it's, it was number one for a moment. Everyone watched out of curiosity, probably some hate listens, hate watches. No doubt. And now it'll fall to, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure the next drug church single will outpace it. I don't think, I don't think so. <laughs> no, um, I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, let's see. What if you write a song? What if you got to write a song in the, you know, you got to write one of these conservative uh, songs. Let's see if it tells us how do we know what's the number one selling thing? Do you think do you think we could get on Red Eye with with Greg Gutfeld? I don't know it's still on, but maybe. Actually, no, I don't, I don't. Red Eye on a very happen. slow night. <laughs> the, the Gutfeld show or whatever. Oh yeah, maybe if maybe on the slowest night ever. Nick Mullen talks about how he ended up on episodes of Red Eye, and he like it was like. He was a nobody at the time. He was like a like a uh, like maybe a feature, but I don't even I don't think he was at like headliner uh, stand up status. And they were just like he just like somehow applied to you know be one of the commentators on the show. And they were like, "Who are you?" He's like, "I'm a comedian." And they're like, "All right, you're in." Yeah. All right. Fuck it. See, like, see if the Gutfeld will have us. We we do a we do a politics comedy podcast. Look like, All right, come in. Yeah. <laughs> To, to come through. That'd be fun. Would you do it? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I would do it. <clears throat> I'm not. F- I'm not funny on these things, though. 
No, but uh, we got takes. Like, like Dennis Miller is funnier than I am. Is Dennis Miller funny? I don't know. I don't... Dennis Miller is so caught in a moment, like a, like a time and era, that I think he would be confusing to anyone younger than me. Confusing. Yeah, and, yeah. And I find him very funny. Uh, I get him confu- I get him mixed <laughs> up with uh, Adam Carolla. Well, that's a quite a bit, uh, quite a difference. Is it? Yeah. Uh, so uh, Adam Carolla's whole thing is kind of, uh, I'm a schlub, but I'm smart, uh, but I'm not in real, you know, like he's, he's like trying, now he's trying to be the guy that's like, my takes are so common sense that they're brilliant, you know? Whereas Dennis Miller, his whole selling point has been uh, like hyper- hyper literacy hyper uh, uh verbal uh he he basically got he didn't get kicked off but he lost his gig doing uh football announcing for the nfl which was very short-lived it was, it was like half a season because uh they they wanted a color commentator and he'd and he'd be like talking about how you know this this is like cassandra uh from greek mythology it's like she's warning you of the future but are you going to be persephonis and and trust her or are you going to be hades and and like the the, you know like he'd be next to like refrigerator perry who'd be like oh oh he's running fast you know i mean and and so uh dennis miller he's selling this like cocaine verbosity verbosity that just does it it so fully exists in the comic relief uh, HBO special era. Yeah, they're like Dennis. Our viewers are just eighty IQ. Tone it down. Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. But I like it. I like it. I'm like the only person that's uh, the only person that likes it at all. Actually, really. <laughs> but mm. uh, all right, go go to the Brian thing. I I got to get work done. You got? I thought you wait. So well. All right, uh, everybody. Uh, oh shit we didn't do a message we'll do one next time promise uh uh seven two fuck i'm not gonna try fuck it forget the number um if you want the number listen to the end of the last episode uh write that, write that shit down just how you podcast from the same place every day i don't look it up i was i was talking to my my girl today and i was like i think it, i think an act of love for would be for me to memorize her phone number not just have it in my phone yeah, that is an act of love you're not you're not wrong but I don't know if I have the graphic again. Um, seven two zero eight zero five nine seven eight five. That's our phone number. You can call it and leave us a message. Seven two zero eight zero five nine seven eight five, and uh, Patreon.com slash Worst Possible. I used to pump our like social media things. I don't know. We're on Instagram, Worst Possible Timeline at uh, WP Timeline on Twitter. Um, but the main place you want to go is Patreon.com. Uh, slash worst possible timeline for all the bonus episodes and uh, uh, we will see you next time. Goodbye.